You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! cannot be serious today because in the house is uh, just uh, is the uh, Sue Stanley AOM OAM OAM can you ever get it right well that's um just uh, have it we, we'd have been better if we still had dames hey? <laughs> and that voice there is uh, the great Ian Cook now we're going to speak to Ian Cook shortly about the most extraordinary handing down of a decision about I cook foods, but we'll get on to that in a minute. But uh, uh, Ivan's not here because Ivan uh, sent me a shot of him sailing down the Nile over in Egypt. I thought you were going to say you shot a shot. He's been shot at. Uh, well, I, 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 you could use the term advisedly because Ivan uh, had booked a trip down the Nile to go to the Valley of the Kings and it started in Luxor and he's going up to the Aswam Dam and he sent me a shot with uh, the... Rocket trails, the mortar trails from, um, not Lebanon, from um, Jordan going over the Nile in the distance. I thought, well, there's a man uh, on a mission. There's a man living dangerously, just uh, enjoying the excitement of life. How's he he going uh, over there? Well, I think he's uh, ducking and weaving down there with his uh, charming wife, um, Pauline. Yes. And uh, they haven't. I've been down the Nile, but not in days when war was on. But um, you had uh, nothing going over the top of you when you went there. Uh, not, not, uh, not in um, not rockets. Uh, not in <laughs> just fireworks. Not in <laughs> munitions <laughs> went over the top of me. No, a lot of other things have gone over the top of me. Uh, so he's not here. That's the reason I'm saying that he's on the Nile as we speak. <laughs> on the on the Nile as we speak. And uh, we're going to speak to uh, Dr. Ben Fordham, uh, MD. He's managing Don. Now, we're going to have uh, the dud update. Dud. Don's update from the dock. D-U-D. Don's update from the dock. He said Don was on a special mission or something. And, uh, Has he finished his special mission yet? Well, we're going to ask uh, Dr. Ben on the dud report. And since Don up and left <laughs> us here, we've... <laughs> Absolutely nothing from him. No communication. He said, I'll get back to you. I'm going to think about whether I come back on. Uh, and uh, he's still thinking, and, but it's just fine. You can take your time thinking. So um, so that that's what's happening. We're going to speak to... And then we've got... Uh, and we've got um, Barry Michael coming in. This is not... We're not speaking to Barry about um, necessarily his boxing career and his... Uh, his uh, job as a boxing and analyst, an al- analysis, mm-hmm. an al- anal- analyst, no, not an analysis, an analyst, a boxing analyst. We're speaking to him about the COVID um, problems that he's had with the injection and how is that uh, rearing its ugly head again? Because we had Dr. Robbie Peterson on who said uh, a whole lot of things about the, and I know Dr. Ben from Sydney has been speaking about the COVID. Uh, Fracker and saga. Well, so that's that. So that's what's happening now. I did notice. I did notice. I, I, I just, the world, the world is as we know it is just 
fast slipping off the edge of itself. The world's gone mad. The world has gone mad. Ken Bruce has gone mad. He used to sell electrical goods. And, <laughs> and you're not goods. far behind and them. <laughs> yes. So the National Climate Assessment Group in America, they said, now have a listen to this. So we, we had a book, we had a man come in here. If I could just uh, speak for a minute while I get the book. Uh, just speak, you get the book, yeah, that's it. It's up there. It's called um, Climate, a National national Catastrophe or something. There it is. So, thank you, Sue. So, we had a, a man come in here called William Kininmonth. He was the Australian representative of the Kyoto Climate Accord in Japan, whenever that was. And he wrote, wrote a book on climate change, a natural, a natural hazard. And he said that the nonsense going on about climate change and global warming didn't say that it wasn't happening, but it said it wasn't due to um, all the political bias and activism. So the National Climate Assessment Board, whatever it's called, said that the US is warming 60% quicker than the rest of the world. The United States is warming 60% quicker because unequivocally it has, uh, because it burns coal, gas and oil. Or it uses... The US. In the US. Have you ever heard any... That is just an absolute blatant lie. And I'm not a... Cl- not an expert on anything, let alone the climate. But I would, I would uh, back William Kininmonth who says... Climate is changed by solar activity, the moon, winds and tides, and that is what affects the climate more than anything. It's on the change. No one's denying that. But to say the United States is responsible for 60% of the global warming, this is uh, excluding China, who are building, I think, at the rate of two a week, coal-fired power stations to power their country and have about 1,500 in operation. They take every bit of coal that we mine from uh, Western Australia and up in that area, uh, they take every bit of coal to fire up their power stations. And to say that the, that the rest of the world uh, is uh, behind the United States, 60% of global warming, it is extraordinary nonsense. Nonsense. You, you couldn't believe it. Well... Because that's where do you get this stuff from? Are you sitting there just watching TV in your, in yes, your apartment there? That, yes, thank you, Don. <laughs> that's exactly what I do. Uh, I watch uh, you, you glean these things, and we don't get biased reports from one organization who push a particular stance. We go right through the whole lot. We watch Al Jazeera. If you want to get a take on what's going on over in the Middle East, have a look at Al Jazeera. They uh, would think that. Um, Israel have been responsible for every... So they push uh, the uh, Palestinian side, fair enough, and MSNBC and CNN and Fox News have reasonably balanced coverage, but they all push the Israel side of it because... um, uh, So as I keep saying, I have no skin in the game at all here, but uh, uh, so that's where you get all this stuff from. The National Climate Assessment Board said that the US... uh, warming the planet 60% quicker than any other country on earth. You can't believe people would say that with a straight face. Anyhow, so that's that. Uh, Why did I mention that? Now, 
Uh, we, we're going to speak to Ian, Ian Cook sitting here patiently. We're going to speak to him in a minute, but we're waiting for his companion, Rowan, to come in uh, because uh, we're going to speak to Rowan and Ian Cook about the most extraordinary hand-down of a decision. iCook Foods was found that they were shut down... Uh, I think malfeasance would probably be the word. In an absolutely corrupt way, they were shut down. And while they were found, um, uh, they were found to have a case, and were found uh, it, the case was proven against the people who I Cook Foods took to court. Uh, there was no judgment given about um, repatriation or remuneration. Or uh, it's extraordinary. Disgrace. Where is where is Rowan? Is Rowan stuck on the Westgate Bridge with uh, Phoebe or something? Who's is that? Is that not Rowan's number? Someone ringing? Maybe. Well, I don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> Can't uh, can't take that at the minute, um, Don. Uh, Don. Uh, so we were just keeping that open in case someone else rang in. Uh, anyhow, now uh, I notice also that the recidivist court, the recidivist, um, the, re- the recidivist court appearer, uh, Ricky Nixon, who every other week appears in court. Apparently now. Ricky has been... Uh, let me just read this out. I don't want to misrepresent the lad because... Uh, well, oh, no, we wouldn't want to do that. So Ricky Nixon, former player... Just reading this out. And the reason I'm reading it out is there's a reason I'm reading it out. Former player agent Ricky Nixon has been charged over the AFL memorabilia scandal where he uh, sold footballs with... Yes, bodgy signatures yes. on them. That's what they say. I'm not saying that. Was in. He's up on ten counts of um, opening, obtaining property by deception. Now, so that's what it says here. Now, normally, uh, the recidivist court goer, I'd have Ricky in, which I've had on plenty of times, different occasions, to give his side of the story. So you two haven't kissed and made well, up yet. Well, I was just going to say you wouldn't believe this. <clears throat> We had a, uh, a separating of... Uh, uh, we a parting of ways. A parting of ways. We didn't have an area of detente. <laughs> we had a separating of ways because Ricky... Um, Ricky, let me care for what I say here. Ricky said that... Um, yeah. It doesn't matter what he said. No, it does matter what he said. He said that... Uh, which caused a bit of a scuffle out the back of a venue that I was speaking at when he um, shortchanged me. That's what he did. And he apologised uh, for saying he did that. Right. So we have ceased... Uh, this, uh, this person here speaking and uh, this podcast has ceased, uh, ceased a relationship with Ricky Dixon. Or we'd get him in to speak about it and he could defend himself once again about all these things. But uh, that's why he's not in here because we've decided... Because you haven't kissed a mate. I know and I will not be doing that. I've dissociated myself from him. Grow and up. He knows that I should grow up. You think? Mm. Yeah, you reckon? Okay. Well, who's going to be the bigger man? Well, well what? So I, I should say to Ricky, no, mate, that's fair enough. Uh, we had a bit of a scuffle out you the back, fi- and you told absolute fibs about uh, told fibs uh, about um, what but you can forgive but not forget. So you can say, okay, well, he's accepted, he apologised, and then okay, so then you want to part ways, and that's fine. But it's not because you don't want to deal with anything. But you've you've uh, you've got over it. Can, Have I? Can, can you get over it? I tell you how much <laughs> I've got over it. I'm not getting him in here to... Uh, normally we give him an opportunity to uh, give his side of the story, but uh, 
Uh, no, he's well, that's done pretty good for you anyway. At least you, at least you haven't gone on your rant on that. You're pretty mellow on that, which is good. You might be learning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, no. Well, all right. Yeah. Well, he won't be in anyhow. Uh, normally he would be in and we'd say, what's going on here? But because he dudded me, um, uh, he's up in, oh, in he court. Goes rant. He's up in court now because they say on 10 charges he's dudded someone else. I don't know oh, if that's true. I'm only reading <laughs> the report in the paper. Fair enough. Anyhow, so I did say, uh, and just I did say that uh, I was going to um, um, mention him. But so now, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to speak about Ron Barassi's funeral, uh, memorial service, which was fantastic. Uh, but what right now, I'm going to say um, we've got Rowan and Ian in here about I Cook Foods. And I want to say this, uh, you, can, you can level some criticism at the Andrews government on a whole range of different things, a whole range of different things from... The COVID saga and the nonsense where they closed the state down. Uh, we were the laughing stock of the world. The world. Not just Australia, the world. Uh, they have um, weaponised the police against people who uh, weaponised the police force to um, lumber and apprehend people who um, might have been walking three abreast out when the COVID thing was on and not wearing a mask. I, I had uh, some experience of that when I said, if ever you were going to march up and down Burke Street about the COVID thing, this would be a good thing. And they came and said, oh, was I organising a march? They've had election fraud, which has been well documented. They've had a $2 billion overrun of all their government projects. $2 billion overrun, not a $2 billion uh, package. Uh, that's an overrun of all the things that they've done. They've dudded the community on the Commonwealth Games and we've had to pay for the compensation. They cost us a billion dollars when they uh, cancelled a, um, uh, an East Link uh, uh, freeway that was going to be uh, put but uh, because they thought they'd try and get into government by appeasing a small section of the community that we had to pay a bit. So it goes on and on. But if you want, if you want, a better example of how corrupt this government, on, on, on actually a national level, it started in a federal parliament and it uh, filtered down to uh, the state government and then it filtered down to local government, the Dandenong Council, who... I'm, this, is my, this is why I'm saying this. Uh, I Cook Foods were put out of business by the most fraudulent and corrupt distortion of putting a free enterprise company out of business uh, so that the government-run community chef would take over the franchise that I Cook, Woo, I Cook Foods had nurtured and, uh, and perfected and had employed... 38 to 40 people, some of them uh, disabled people, some of them with special needs. They had employed them to package their food and they were the subject of complete and utter dishonesty by a slug being planted in the uh, factory of iCook Foods, people lying. Uh, Brett Sutton, the health minister, was moved onto the CSIRO and I think the government said he couldn't be sued because they got supposed to passed a special act of parliament. I'm, this might be, a, might be a fraction over the top, but I think all this is pretty right. And Dan Andrews, who was the health minister at the time and since became the premier, 
Premier. Uh, this is the most disgraceful, disgraceful example of uh, government corruption. And I cooked foods, went to court, were found in that the judgment was found in favour of them, but no compensation. Can you? This is extraordinary. And I hope I'm going to ask him because he's sitting in front of me. I hope that they uh, uh, challenge that uh, that uh, decision and take it to whatever court is the highest in the land or the world or wherever. And uh, if you need to try and make sure that justice is done, maybe we could. I don't know. They should start a GoFundMe page, which I'd be happy to co contribute to because they need. I'm not saying this, but I reckon it's going to cost them a bit to uh, appeal. This is the most disgraceful thing that's happened to a free enterprise company at the behest of a socialist, communist government almost, to run out of business, a properly run and augmented company. So, having said all that, uh, Ian Cook is here, and, uh, and what are you doing, Rowan? Rowan's uh, Cookie Monster, officially. You're right. a cookie monster. Yes. Uh, just tell us why you're a cookie monster because... There's the Mulgrave by-election. Yes. And so the cookie monster is in support of Ian and has been out there waving at uh, traffic and giving out how to vote cards and winning over the kids and the mums and the dads even. Yeah, good on you. So, Rowan, we will take a photograph. Uh, we will do a video <laughs> view of the cookie monster and your hat on in a minute. Looking forward to it. And uh, that'll be good. And uh, But you're here uh, to back Ian, of course... You have been all along. Correct. And four years. we have been too. We've been doing you this have. for four years. And um, Ian, thank you, Sue. Uh, that's uh, Sue's handling the phones. Um, Ian, welcome to You Cannot Be Serious, mate. This must have been a bittersweet uh, decision that was given to you. It's a kick in the guts in the end because uh, all you wanted to do is be recompensed fairly for the trauma and the angst that they've put you through this government. Yeah. Hi, Sam. Yes, you're right. Um, almost can't add to that, but um, it's also not just about me. Um, yes, we would like to be put back where we were, and it has, um, yeah, it's been four, four difficult years, there's no doubt about that. But there's also a few of my employees who could never work again who also should have um, got something out of this, and we would have um, happily looked after them as well. Um, as you said before, a couple of them were disabled. One in particular, Ingrid, you know, couldn't couldn't get another job. She was the deaf girl that worked with us. So there were a lot of people that were hurt out of this um, corrupt activity. And uh, yeah, it was it was a terrible judgment. So, so the decision was that you, you, that they were, that the government was found complicit. Uh, don't want to put words in your mouth, but no, no. The, the government was found complicit in uh, just overseeing all this and the judge or the judgment was that you were absolutely correct in uh, suing the government because uh, of what they did but there was no reparation or no compensation for you who have spent millions of dollars defending yourself rightfully about this having to set up elsewhere and uh, just looking to have justice seen to be done not only seen to be done but actually be done it's an extraordinary decision yeah you're absolutely right sam and it is um so the decision was, or the declaration that the judge made when he handed down his decision, was that um, the closure was invalid, So, which is what we'd said all the way along. So, so it, that'd be another word for dishonest. Yeah, you can put whatever you like into it. Well, I would well, say unlawful as well is another one. Unlawful. It was against the law. It, it wasn't was allowed under the law. That, that's dishonest. Yeah. Yep. Right. 
Yep. Plus, okay. Uh, I was asking you about the political uh, ramifications of this in a minute. Go on, Ian. Well, yes, it was so it was invalid. So then, when you think about it, the decision to close Sutton was either either he was acting in good faith, uh, he was negligent, or he was reckless. They're like the three levels that they talk about in law. So, given that they've said it was in that, that it was invalid, then obviously he was negligent. But negligence doesn't get damages. Uh, only recklessness gets damages. Now, you ask the average person in the street, want to give me the difference between negligence and recklessness? I mean, this, this is a fine point of law where you've got a judge saying that he can get into the mind of Sutton. So he, he, he has to, from the evidence, get into Sutton's um, state of mind. So, 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 without beating around the bush, if you are the health minister overseeing the um, true diligence of companies and the health of the state and you are reckless, <laughs> reckless in your uh, discharge of your duties, I mean, holy mackerel, you can put any word, you can be pedantic about what you call it. If you are reckless and you are the head of the health department and your company goes under because of a reckless decision, that is not only incompetence, that 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 is that is... That is that is corruption in the extreme. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying can that. I, but can I also say this government has spent a couple of million dollars literally trying to send us broke to make us go away. They're supposed to be model litigants. There is federal legislation, there are state guidelines that say a government has to act in a certain way. And, and spending millions defending a wrong position is not what they're supposed to be doing. Well, what about the dating on council and, the, and their employees who were sent along to oversee the cleanliness or the, 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 uh, of the performance of your company, the slug that came out, the slug that came out of the um, tissue paper or the piece of Kleenex that was onto the floor that was, was found to be absolutely fraudulent. Yeah. <laughs> it was found to be a, 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 a campaign to put you out of business in favour, not, of, not in favour of another free enterprise company, but in favour of a government-run company who not only went out of business not long after they took it over, but cost the taxpayer a fortune in actually propping up a company which wasn't capable of taking over the, uh, the, the, the program and the, the ability that you had. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Community Chef has lost literally millions. Um, it cost, uh, what, nearly $30 million to set up. It never made a profit. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, no, it never made a profit. Uh, it lost millions and when they fight when when the government finally took it over again they had to pay out the i think it's the anz bank something like eight and a half million to uh, finalize its loans so it's yeah it's extraordinary now rowan uh, so rowan mm-hmm. uh, the so you are dressed up as the cookie monster because there's a campaign going on here for a by-election for dan andrew's seat correct and uh, that's on Saturday? This Saturday, yep. And uh, it's um, Honk for Cook? Uh, this time it's, uh, it's Honk for Cook, yeah. It was honk for Cook. <laughs> You're standing on the corner. I, I tell you, I'll give you great credit for doing that, mate, as long as uh, putting that mask on. The mask helps, I'll tell you. What's that? <laughs> the mask helps, I'll tell you. Yeah. It does, yeah. So, so, but, um, so no one knows what you look like. I, I know what you look like. Um, so it's Honk for Cook. Uh, what realistic chance have 
of making any headway into who, who are we standing against? We standing against? Well, effectively against Labor. The, the candidate's the mayor of the council, if you can believe that, ironically, Eden Foster. So the, the Tandon City Council mayor has stepped down is now running against Ian. So the was, the, was the mayor, the, the Dandenong mayor, part of all this? No. So we won't implicate Well, him. she has had the opportunity oh, to she? do the right thing, though. What's her name? Eden Foster. Oh, Eden, She sorry. has had the opportunity to do the right thing since as the mayor, but they're, not ref- they're refusing to engage with Ian at all and, and to resolve the issue. But look, Ian ran at the last state election. Yes, I know and that. As, a, as the first candidate, he got 40% of the vote against the Premier, which was quite extraordinary. And the Premier promised at the time he'd, he'd do four years. Nobody believed him, of course. Um, but Ian said, listen, if he steps down in the four-year period, I'll run again. And true to his word, that's what Ian's doing. And in the meantime, cancel the Commonwealth Games if... All this had come to light. Um, maybe uh, the results may have been different because um, I'm, I, we'll get on to whether Dan Andrews will ever be admitted to a golf club again. I, <laughs> I have an opinion about that. You might be surprised at my opinion uh, about uh, Dan Andrews not being allowed to be a member of a golf club or being blackballed. Uh, you might be surprised at my opinion about that. But uh, uh, seriously, um, Ian, it's... Uh, what what... <laughs> Do you think you have, have you done any polling about this? What do you think your chances are this time? <laughs> uh, look, just standing on the pre-poll, yeah. um, which has been fairly quiet, but a lot of people are still coming through. Um, yeah, the support is there. I mean, there's an awful lot of people that come up to me and say, "We're going to vote for you," and um, we think you'd make a great, uh, you know, a great representative for the seat of Mulgrave. Strangely enough, this is this you'll probably think what are you talking about this is this is not a political this is non-political this this is the fact that well a government i suppose that's political but a government can put out of business absolutely dishonestly and fraudulently a free enterprise company wouldn't matter if it was Lib- liberal labor the greens the, this is just an extraordinary thing that can happen to you uh, it can happen to anyone that uh, ramps up a company, is successful, and a government organisation or entity wants to take it over and they just ride roughshod over the people and the principles of the company and they put them out of business. And that's what this is about. It's extraordinary. Yeah, look, just harking back to the decision and that, if this decision stands, everybody in Victoria should be extremely nervous because you have a situation where... Um, this, this government can put whoever they like out of business and there are no consequences. And that, that is a dangerous position to be in. Well, I mentioned, uh, Rowan, I mentioned uh, all the other things that government have been hopeless at and corrupt at, but uh, th- th- this, uh, you, this, is, this to me is at the top of the list, this. I mean, you can dud the public on various uh, not having the Commonwealth Games and not putting a freeway in and costing us a billion dollars and overrunning the budget by 200 billion of all the government programs. But to put a private enterprise company, a private enterprise company out of business for purely political reasons, I said this is not political, but it can any any government could do this if they wanted to, but it just happens to be the state Labor government, uh, complicit from the top. I said it started with, I think, um, Anthony... Uh, I might, might be wrong here. It started with uh, Anthony Albanese in a certain aspect in federal government and it came down to Dan Andrews when he was the health minister and then it was shoved over to the Dandenong Council and then Brett Sutton um, closed you down... Um, uh, s- uh, 
illegally. I'm, I'm saying illegally because uh, he was found to be reckless. Oh, if you could tell me the difference between any of those words, they're all just... You look them up in a thesaurus and they'll all mean the same thing. Uh, and it is just amazing. And uh, I don't know... How, you're, you're sort of like the... I know you won't want to be linked to this, but you're like the Donald Trump of... Um, uh, how you've put up with this... For, well, I don't know how Trump's put up with what he's put up with, but how you've put up with this for four years and are still sane is beyond me. <laughs> it's... Uh, yeah, well, you've just got to double down and you just have to keep going. I mean, the, what, the other option is to you know crawl in a corner and go away and I'm not going to do that. The option is to sell your soul and uh, just uh, walk away and if you think you're right, you should go on with it and it's easy for me to say because it's, co- it's, it's, a, it's a money thing, it's a financial thing, but as, as I say, I don't know if you have a GoFundMe page, but if, ever, if anyone should start one... <laughs> You should, and uh, if you want to launch a GoFundMe page here, somehow I don't know what the criteria are for starting the GoFundMe pages, but um, uh, we'll be we'd be happy to start that for you. <laughs> we'll so, back. is there anything else? Uh, where, where, when is the appeal? Is there an appeal coming up? What are you doing? There are some legal things that they're chasing. There's that there's, we're issuing against the council next week, and issue against. Um, Elizabeth Garlick, the woman accused of planting the slug. So yes. we're suing her personally starting next week and suing the council next week as well. There's also some stuff that we're still doing with the state government. And, of course, the focus right now is, is the by-election on Saturday too, where Ian is a real chance, actually. If you look at the numbers, Labor's sliding badly. They're worried. Stephen Conroy was on Sky News the other night talking about how it's going to be incredibly tight. That's Labor code for we're in real trouble. They've, they've certainly manned, they've paid for volunteers, paid volunteers, not really volunteers, of course, but they've paid people who are down there trying to flood the booths because I think they're worried that the, their vote's on the slide and the ends is on the increase. So who knows? There, oh, also the donkey vote. Last time they had the donkey vote, so yes. this is important. I won't get into the weeds here, but the donkey vote meant that if you went one, two, three, four, five, just yep. down the list, Andrew's got the vote. But now they've done it actually randomly, and Ian's above Labor, so that will help three or four percent as well. Yeah, so the donkey the vote, yep, there's, yeah, it's a very big vote, the donkey vote. Most and if people, people want to help, the community are donkeys. <laughs> they can be some mm. of them, They're tree swingers. That's right. Mm. And look, if people do want to help, um, iancook.com.au. If they want to help out, with we do still need to do donations between now yep. and Saturday because we're still paying for ads and we're booking ads that we want to pay for. So if people, I know it's very tight out there, but if people do want to help Ian, give them a little push for now, that might help enormously. Uh, it is beyond, it, it is beyond um, repute, is that the it, 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 it is beyond, the slug was actually, that was planted in the, in the uh, business, it, on, on the floor of your business. It, it came out of a tissue uh, no one had ever seen it. They said a slug couldn't possibly survive in the way that that uh, business was cleaned and the chemicals used. There was forensic evidence given all that. How you can say how how you can say that the slug just appeared there? It was absolutely planted, and that is beyond reproach. That and that's why the case against council is going to be so good because we actually have slug experts we've had to pay for who've slug come experts. in and gone there is no way this slug got on that yeah. floor naturally it didn't crawl in there it would have died before no. it got anywhere near there somebody's planted it and the photograph was doctored that's right uh, they removed the tissue paper they just showed you the slug and then someone luckily had the uh, tra- uh, the the uh, transparency of the photograph <laughs> it is it, it, it on all on Every aspect, it is so corrupt and so dishonest. Mm. It and is yeah, amazing. We, um, we actually had a, um, a specialist uh, in cu- computers and they ran this really long program that actually goes down and tells you 
who has uh, who who has tampered with evidence. So the photos um, and then the videos, the body camera videos that we used to charge me. Um, when they ran this program, they got down, they got the username and the password of the person who tampered with the evidence. Guess who it was? Elizabeth Garlic. On, and and she is up. She is up before. Um, she, she is up before court. And, uh, so she, um, as Rowan just said, I'm issuing next week for malicious prosecution against the city of Greater Dandenong. She'll be asked Garlic. to give evidence. No, she'll be sued. She'll be sued personally. personally, but yes, she will still have to give and, uh, evidence under threat of perjury. Yep. Correct. And if she perjures herself, uh, that is more than serious. That is um, twenty-five years. Yeah. That's a crime. So anyhow, um, um, we wish you well. Uh, thanks for coming in and giving us an update. If I don't know if there's anything else you'd like to say, but uh, uh, we've been on this for four years uh, only because we think there's a absolutely manifestly wrong decision and wrong uh, wrong account of what's going on. And uh, so good on you. And I hope. Uh, on Saturday, go on, what? We just want to say thank you to you and your listeners. Actually, Ian was made a yeah. point of that. I mean, it's been amazing, the support you guys have all given us and girls have all given us. It's been incredible. Well, um, I had a mental block, the man who wrote in the Herald Sun. And Mick Warner? No, yeah, no, Mick Warner and... Um, oh, gee, I know him so well. The boy, the boy the man that does, does criminal stuff as well. Um, oh, Andrew Rule. Andrew, Andrew, I'm so sorry, Andrew. I just had a mental block there. Andrew has written about He's it been extensively. Fantastic. He's been fantastic. Mick Warner, um, Ben Fordham, uh, Dr. Yeah, ben, I just mentioned heard that it actually, uh, this morning. Uh, uh, yesterday. Someone t- yeah, someone told yep. me this morning. So everyone's onto it. You, you had a uh, case, Channel 9 did a program um, yep, on it. Under investigation. Under investigation with Liz Hayes. Correct. So, right. I mean, everyone, we, we can't be the only people out of step. Uh, it, there's, there's got to be something happens about this and uh, for the integrity of our system, our legal system and fairness, uh, a judgment must be found in your favour, which it already has been, but you must be compensated for it for. Anyhow, uh, thank you very much for coming in and uh, we're going to... Don't worry, uh, Rowan, we're going to get a picture of you with the bloody hat on you and uh, <laughs> if you see you out on the street, honk for Cook. Uh, we'll try and get him into... Uh, Parliament. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks Sam. Oh, I pressed the wrong button. I'm going to go and doing that one. <laughs> <laughs>